Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your Chakra Coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, it's Sarah with a special message for newer listeners. This show used to be called Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, but in January of 2021, I changed it to Your Chakra Coach to better reflect the broader, more holistic approach to wellness we started exploring. If you notice a slight focus on weight loss in these early episodes, that's why. But I think you'll find the overall information universal and relevant to you. Enjoy! This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 28 of the podcast. My name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. How are you? I am doing pretty well. Thank you for asking. And thank you for joining me today. I am so glad you're here. Um, If you're brand new to the show, welcome. It's very exciting. I love it when we have new members. If you've been listening for a while, welcome back, and thanks for being so loyal. I appreciate it. A uh, quick thing up front. If you want to support this show, it would be great if you would just let your friends know about it. Anybody you think that might benefit from this show, from this information, let them know. That's the best way to build our community is you recommending a show to your friends. Um, if you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can also rate the show or even leave it a review and that helps build the community too, just by letting more people know that the show is even out there. If you want to, those are just some little things you can do. And I, I truly appreciate all of you who listen every week. I just, I just, I just love you all. All right. Now let's, okay, let's move on before I get too mushy. Uh, this is the second in our shadow side series, talking about the shadow side of the sacral chakra today, the second chakra. As you'll recall from the last episode, We are defining the shadow side here as the counterforce that interferes with the health and balance of each chakra and stops us from moving forward. This can apply to anything, but of course, we'll deal specifically with how the shadow sides of each chakra make it hard to lose weight when that's what we're trying to do. The second chakra deals with feelings, sensations, sensuality, emotions, pleasure, and these attributes are all tied up culturally and socially into a big knot of expectations and rules. Uh, Emotional neutrality is polite. Expressing ourselves loudly is obnoxious. Having strong emotions is associated with the inferior status of being female. Some societal rules state that sensuality and sexuality are bad, particularly some religious upbringings. Being angry is forbidden by some cultures, particularly in women. Yet all of these states exist within us, even when society and our internalized social pressures tell us they shouldn't. And therefore, 
the shadow side of the second chakra is guilt. Guilt. Guilt is the denial of the right of the second chakra. Guilt takes away your right to feel. Guilt places a moral value on actions and feelings that may or may not actually have one, that may or may not actually have a moral value. An action or a feeling does not have to be inherently good or bad. Guilt is paralyzing and guilt is what we feel so we don't have to do anything. Let's break this down a little. If you were raised to believe that pleasure and joy were to be avoided or only to be experienced after everything unpleasant had been finished, you might feel guilty now if you don't do the dishes before you sit down to watch TV. You subconsciously believe that a good person would do her chores before experiencing any fun. Now, if you have a strong emotional reaction to something, you might feel guilty because Other people are uncomfortable with seeing emotions expressed and you feel responsible for their discomfort. Now, as a reminder, just as you don't need to give other people power over your emotions, we need to consider that taking responsibility for other people's emotions disempowers them in the same way. Everyone has the right to own their own feelings. You do, they do. They're not responsible for your feelings. You're not responsible for theirs. All the same. All the same, believing that we are the cause of someone else's discomfort can make us feel guilty on top of whatever else we're feeling. I have talked about this a million times, but if you assign moral judgment to the action of eating, you'll feel guilty about it. Guilt takes the pleasure out of things that might otherwise be enjoyable or beneficial. Eating is a requirement to continuing living. We must do it. It is neither good nor bad. It just is. But we assign good and bad to what we eat, when we eat. So when we eat outside of those self-imposed parameters, we feel bad. We feel guilty. And we take no pleasure in something that technically should be enjoyable. So example... Say you've committed yourself or committed to yourself that you'll avoid eating sugar for three days. Just say on the third day, you're feeling stressed and you don't want to feel stressed. So you decide to eat some cookies so that you'll feel pleasure instead of feeling stressed. But instead of enjoying the cookies, you feel guilty about eating them because you're breaking your promise to yourself. So now you feel stressed and guilty and you didn't enjoy the cookies at all or not for very long, at least. It's very complicated. All of these things get tied up into that big knot. And if you listen to the last episode on fear as the shadow side of the root chakra, you'll remember that we often eat because we're afraid to feel uncomfortable. Now in the second chakra, we start to pile guilt on top of fear if we're not careful and deliberate about balancing our energy. Now listen, There is no absolute right or wrong about eating cookies. It's simply a fact that sometimes some people eat cookies. It would be absurd to say that eating cookies is bad in a cosmic value kind of way. But the guilt you feel about it has no benefit to you. If if it did, I'd say 
go ahead and wallow in your guilty feeling because it would change your unwanted behavior. But I've never known anyone who changed their eating habits because they felt guilty about their eating habits. Certainly not long term because that's not changing out of love and care for yourself, which as you may know, I believe is crucial to lasting change. And we feel guilty sometimes for doing things that we know are good for us or are helping us reach our goals or taking us toward our highest good. But do you go to the gym? And then we feel guilty because we're neglecting our family. You don't work out. We feel guilty because we think there's some sort of universal should about going to the gym. Did you skip dessert with friends? We feel guilty because we think we're somehow ruining the good time. Guilt is so pernicious. It's so pervasive. It's everywhere. We're constantly feeling guilty about things. We've internalized this guilty feeling. And so it's omnipresent and we don't need it. And it's not helpful. Now, do you feel guilty for feeling guilty? (laughs) What about guilt for how you feel about other uh, things at other times? Oh, that's so messy too. Just messy. I can't tell you how often people say to me, I know I shouldn't feel this way, but who says? Why shouldn't you feel a certain way? But we think that we shouldn't feel angry or sad or frustrated. Or maybe we think we can't feel things because someone else has it worse. So we feel guilty for being upset. And yes, almost without fail, someone else somewhere is in a worse situation than you are. But that doesn't mean you don't get to have your feelings too. But as with all feelings, we have a responsibility to ourselves to manage them in a way that benefits us, that leads us to that highest good. And guilt is almost never a part of that. Now, I will concede that occasionally guilt acts as a guide. There are things that we want to assign a moral value to, behaviors that we want to consider wrong and not engage in. Personally, I believe stealing is wrong, and I want to believe that, and I would feel guilty if I stole something. So to avoid that feeling of guilt, I don't steal. And I believe that's a part of working toward my highest good. I believe that that contributes to the positive nature of the universe. Now, obviously, you can decide for yourself that anything is right or wrong, which is different than lawful or unlawful, by the way. Lawful and unlawful are right and wrong decisions that have been made by people. So as a society, we may have decided that something is right or wrong, but you still can decide for yourself. You may get in trouble with the law if you decide stealing is right, but just... Be sure that you're differentiating those two things. Anyway, that's not really what we're talking about here, but just remember right and wrong is a personal decision in a lot of ways. So anyway, if you want to believe that overeating or over drinking is morally repugnant and wrong, I can't stop you. But I would encourage you to really think about whether that's useful to you in your weight loss journey or your life journey for that matter. Is guilt helping you or hindering you? Are you making the decisions you want to make and doing the things you want to do when you feel guilt? Maybe not. 
or maybe you are. And if you are, is that a good long-term strategy? I offer to you that it is not and that you'll go farther without living your life in a constant state of guilt about your eating choices, a constant state of guilt about your weight or any of the other things that we choose to feel guilty about. Excessive internalized guilt is very unlikely to lead you to a healthy place. So if you constantly feel guilty about things that should give you pleasure or about behaviors that at their core are not truly wrong, what can you do? First, simply acknowledge that you feel the guilt. Trying to cover it up won't help at all. Second, look at the origin of the guilt. Why do you feel that way? And don't gloss over this. This is so important. Really dig deep into yourself and really try to understand where the guilt is coming from. Why do you feel that way? Is it because of something someone said? Is it because you worry what people think? Is it something from your past, from your childhood that's coming up? Are you actually causing harm to yourself or to others? Then determine if the guilt is moving you forward or is that guilt causing you to go down a shame spiral? Take a look at your thoughts that are causing your guilt. Is there a thought that you can think that is true but won't cause you to feel guilt? Because until we can let go of unnecessary guilt, we will struggle to have the kinds of feelings that cause us to act in a way that leads us to where we want to be. The second chakra cannot be fully balanced and open and expressive and allow you to have your feelings of pleasure, of sensuality, freedom of movement, unless it's balanced and guilt gets in the way of that balance. Okay, that's all I have for you this week. You can join me on Instagram or Facebook. They're both at Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss. And click on the support link in the show notes if you want to give the podcast a little love. Have a fantastic day, and I look forward to talking with you next week. Bye.